we are alive. We'd like to invite your attention this morning uh, to the book of Genesis, chapter number 37. We'd like to say to those that are listening uh, online and those that are listening around the world, we thank and praise God for each one of you. We pray that the word that will come forth this morning not only will be a blessing to you, but it will be an enlightenment to you. And so we will glad that you chose to tune in, amen, from around the world. Let's give, give those around the world a hand clap of praise, amen, for their listening ear. Amen, amen, amen. Because we're thankful, amen, amen. We're thankful. Genesis chapter number 37 is where we're going to begin. I won't take my time because, you know, last week, last week, as I was walking from my living room to my, the lower room to my kitchen, I heard the Lord speak a word. He dropped one word, and as he dropped this one word, then he gave me the base scripture for this one word. Today, to those that are listening around the world, this is the word of prophecy, and we have to make sure that we're hearing what the Spirit is saying and receive the word. Uh, On Wednesday night in Bible study, we talked about trusting God in difficult times. And that word on Wednesday was to let the people know, to let the body know that we are about to experience the most difficult times of our life. But God gave us hope. He told us to trust in him, no matter what it looks like, what it appears to be, he told us to trust in him. Now, the word he gave me last Sunday morning Sunday before last, thank you, Holy Spirit. Sunday before last, that one word is called persevere. One word is called persevere. And we want to dive into Genesis chapter number 37 and looking at verse number 3. Amen. Genesis 37, and we're going to look at verse number 3. It says now, Father God, I thank you right now. I operate in the spirit of a prophet. I go forth, Lord, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Use us for your glory. Be magnified. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter number 37, verse number 3 says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. He said he's a son of his old age. But he made him a coat of many colors. What we want to do is, first of all, we want to define the word persevere. The word uh, persevere means to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty, or with little or no prospect of success. In other words, you've got to continue the course that you're on. You've got to persevere. Even though 
it may, it is, and it will be, and it shall be difficult. That we want to continue, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like to anyone else. It's an individual walk today. It's an individual walk. It's going to be an individual walk when those things begin to come to pass, those difficult days. And then we'll have to persist in spite of all oppositions or discouragement. We are going to have oppositions in these difficult days ahead. We will also have difficulties, but we have to persevere. It's very important that we understand we have to persevere. Even that spirit of discouragement will come. But the Lord is saying to us, we have to. It's not optional. We have to persevere in these difficult times that are coming ahead. Amen. Now, let's deal with this coat of many colors. Let's deal with this coat of many colors. Now, this coat of many colors, it speaks. Now, listen to me good. It speaks of Joseph's destiny. You're going to have to stay close to me. You're going to have to follow. It speaks of Joseph's destiny. Now, when it talks about that, that, that coat of many colors, sometimes we get confused, but we have to really see what is actually going on. That coat of many colors speaks of his destiny. All right? Now, whenever we are going through difficult times, you're going to have to remember that all the opposition that's coming up against you is not about your right now, but it's about where you are going or where God has destined you to be. It is about your destiny. So you can't afford to give up. The next thing about the code is it carries a message. It has a special meaning. But let's go, let's go now to 2 Samuel's chapter number 13. 2 Samuel's chapter number 13. And we're going to look at verse number 18. Dealing with this coat of many colors. What, is it, what does it really signify? It, no, it, yes, it's about your destiny. Because you, you're going to reach wherever God has ordained and called for you to be. But you've got to understand what is it that the enemy is trying to stop. See, there's a spirit going on. And it is trying to stop what God has planned for your life. Now, 2 Samuel chapter number 18. No, I'm sorry. 2 Samuel chapter number 13, verse number 18. 2 Samuel chapter 13, verse number 18. We're talking about the word persevere. We've got to persevere with everything that's going on or what's about to come upon this earth. Now, verse 18 says, and she had a garment of what kind of colors? Divers colors upon her. Talking about David's daughter. For with such robes were the king's daughters that were virgin apparel. Then his servant brought her out and bolted the door after her. Now, that coat of many colors is symbolic of royalty. It's symbolic of kingship. It is symbolic of, of, of rulership. But it's something about what you possess upon your life that causes the enemy to get, get upset. See, 
Now we're going to see what message that the robe is carrying. Remember now, what it is, is when you wear this particular robe that, that uh, Joseph's father had made for him, it represented something more than what we normally think. It tells about his future destiny, okay? Now, what is the message that it carries? Let's go now. First Kings, chapter number 22. First Kings, chapter number 22. We're going to see what this message is carrying and why. You got, be careful not to try to put on somebody else's robe. I'm going to show you why through the scripture. Okay, can we get that scripture up? First Kings uh, chapter number 22 and verse number 10. Remember now, be careful. You don't want to put on somebody else's garment, okay? All right? You, won't, you can't walk out somebody else's destiny. That's ordained for that individual. Now, First Kings chapter number 22, verse number 10 says this. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah sat each on his throne, having put on their robes in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. Each one put on their robe. Okay? Remember that. Each one, the kings, because see, Jehoshaphat's king, okay, Israel's king, they had put on their own robe. All right? And this is why it's so important that you don't try to wear somebody else's robe because you don't know what their destiny is and you don't know the road they got to travel. Amen. All right. Now, let's drop down. Can I, is it all right if I teach you a little bit? Amen. Amen. Now, let's go to verse number 30. Let's go to verse number 30. And still in 1 Kings, we're still in 1 Kings, chapter number 22, and we're going to drop down to verse number 30. Now, verse number 30 says this. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and enter into the battle. But put thou, but put thou on thy robe. And the king of Israel disguised himself, and he went into the battle. You see, everybody's, everybody's destiny has different battles in it. And if you're trying to wear their or walk out their destiny, you're going to get their battle and you're going to mess around and get killed. Watch, watch the text, okay? Watch the scriptures. We're going to go to the next verse, verse number 31. Watch what happens now. Verse number 31, okay? In First Kings chapter number 22, it says, But the king of Syria commanded his 30 and two captains that had fought rule, that, that had rule over his chariots, saying, Neither fight with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. And put a pen right there. Okay. It says, don't fight with the small or the great, but only with the king of Israel. Now, some battles are made for kings. We are, we are kings and priests, right? <laughs> That's what the Bible says in the book of Revelations. We are kings and priests. Some battles... That, that come forth against us, it's because of the positioning that we have in the spirit realm, okay? 
in that position, and you got to be careful because, see, if you want to trade and put on somebody else's destiny or somebody else's robe, you're going to get the battle that they are having to encounter. Do we understand that? Amen. Can we comprehend that? Amen. Because, see, some folk, you can see them going through pure hair. I don't want that. I don't know. I have no clue what God has destined for them to be. And see, the, the, see, he said, don't get the, he said, what did he say? Don't get the small and the what? what? What was that word he said there? He said, now, neither, fight neither with small nor great. Some battles is, is picked out just for where you're going. And if somebody else is trying to go in that place that you're going, they're going to catch what the enemy has for them. It's going to come on you. You understand that? So you've got to be very careful. Watch what happens here. Watch, watch, watch the word. Verse number 32 says, And it came to pass when the captain of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, that they said, Surely it is the king of Israel. And they turned aside to fight against him. And Jehoshaphat cried out. Why did it happen? Why did they chase him? It's because he had on the other king's robe. Look at the scripture. He had on the king of Israel's robe. He didn't have on his own robe where he was supposed to be destined to. And because the adversary told him to listen, this is the one that you get. You get the king of Israel. Your robe, who hallelujah, Jesus. Your robe, your destiny identifies who you are and where you're going. And so here it is now. Here, here it is now. The Bible says in verse number 33, 1 Kings chapter number 22, verse 33 says, And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, that they turned back from pursuing him. When they come into the recognition and understanding now that this is not the king, even though he was wearing his robe, they, when, he, when the king cried out, they recognized that the voice was different. They recognized it wasn't the one that they were supposed to destroy. So they stopped chasing him and went to the other king because he, he had on the other man's robe. That's why we have to be careful how we dress ourselves. And I'm not talking about in the natural. Amen. You got to be careful with that now. So you got to understand, if you're under attack, and people that's in the body of Christ, and, and, and God has a specific destiny for their life, you can rest assured the adversary is on your trail. I'm just circling all around. Because that me too. Amen. The enemy is there. He's there. Now, the word God gave is persevere. Now, okay, now let's go now back. Genesis 37. Going back to Genesis chapter number 37. Because we're going to teach this thing so that can, people can get it. Because people around, all around the world are listening. So it's very important that we make sure that word is going forward. Amen. Genesis chapter number 37. And we're going to begin at verse number 4. Because see, you've got to understand something. Your, your, your robe, your spiritual garment, the, where you're going is symbolic of your destiny. Uh, it sets you apart from anybody else. It sets you apart. See, this is one of the individual understanding. It sets you apart 
It sets you apart. In other words, it puts you in the spotlight. Put you in the spotlight. You got a heavy anointing on your life. You can rest assured the spotlight is on you. Spotlight is on you. Now, Genesis chapter number 37, looking now at verse number 4. We're about to get into the meat of the message. Are we here? It says, and when his brethren, talking about Joseph's brethren, saw their father loved him more than all of his brethren, they did what? What's that next word? We're in Genesis chapter 37, verse number 4. I'm going to read it again. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all of his brethren, they did what? They hated him and could not speak peacefully unto him. Do you not know where you're heading to, your destiny, that you're heading toward, it's going to put the spotlight on you and people will hate you. That's that, but yet, it's not you they're hating. What they're hating is where you're going. Got to get that now. Where they're hating is not you. They're hating where your, your destiny is taking you. So God is saying, now you've got to persevere, even though you're going to have some haters. Anybody got any haters? Amen. Even if you've got some haters, you're going to have to persevere. God says, persevere through all of that. He said, because it's about your destiny. This is why this is happening. Now, it's, the Bible talks about now, he talks about that how that, that they hated him. Mm. And then they couldn't even speak well of him. Now, listen, this, let me read verse 5. Let, let me, thank you, Holy Spirit. Slow down, Brenda. Okay. Now, let's look at verse number 5, Genesis 37. Verse number five. Verse number five. It says, And Joseph dreamed a dream. And he told it to his brother. You got to be careful who you tell stuff to. And the next thing says, And they hated him yet the more. He tells them a dream, and it stirs up envy and jealousy and hatred more in them. Now listen. Those are his brothers. But yet because of the dream that God had revealed to him, God revealed to him his end, his destiny. Of course, Joseph didn't quite understand. But God revealed to him about his destiny. And when he was so excited, he began to share it. And what all they could see was not that they was his, their brother, but all they saw was the dream that God gave him, okay? Now, some folk going to hate you because of where you're going. The dream, that thing God has put in you, what he has revealed in you, what he's going to do in your life. Amen? You're going to be hated even the more. Gonna be, I'm, I'm giving you a word of prophecy. You're going to be hated even the more for where you're going, Okay? Now, the Bible goes on. Let's look at now, because they hate them about the dream. Let's look at Psalm 69, 69, verse number 4. Psalm 69, verse number 4. Psalm 69, verse number 4. See, they couldn't 
wish him well because they were jealous. They were envious. They couldn't wish him well. And see, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you want to know what somebody feels about you around you or or on your job or whatever, just keep allowing them to talk because they're going to tell you. Amen. What you say, brother? Yeah. (laughs) Because the word is true. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So you you hang around there long enough, you're going to know. Amen. So when we go to now Psalms 69, verse number 4. Psalm 69, verse number 4. Watch what David says. David. David says this. They that, does what? Hate me. What's, wait, well, let me come down. Let me come down. Let's make sure we all read this together. It says, they that hate me. What's that next thing, this next three words? Without a cause. David says, they that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my... That's a whole lot of haters, ain't it? That's a whole lot of haters. So then he says, they that would destroy me. See, go back to remember, it's not you they want to destroy. They want to destroy your destiny. They're going to make sure. They're trying to make sure you don't reach it. Okay? That's, That's the role of the adversary. He says, that they would destroy me being mine enemies wrongfully. Almighty, almighty. And then it says, then I restored that which I took not away. In other words, he blessed them even though he shouldn't have blessed them. Look at the text. They hated him without a cause. And they're talking about they are more than the hairs on their head, on his head. And then he says, my enemies, they hated me wrongfully. Have you ever had anybody apologize to you because they did or said something against you, come up against you, and then they found out, oh, no, I made a mistake? It happens all the time. And they say, you know, it happens in marriages too. Can we get real in the house? Because we want to pretend we all this and that. No, come on. Come on, let's, let's, let's get real. But God says, even in the midst of the hate that we're going to be experiencing, that we're going to be experiencing in these upcoming days, the word God says is, you've got to persevere. You've got to persevere through the hate. You've got to persevere. You have to. Even though it was without cause and you know it's, you know, it's without cause, God says you still got to persevere. You have to to persevere in the face of oppositions and discouragement. All hell going to break loose in a little while. If you think stuff is happening now, you just wait a while. It's going to be even worse. You can believe it or not believe it. But the God says in his word, if you believe the prophet, you're going to prosper. That's what the books say, okay? But it is going to get really, 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 really ugly. And we're going to have to make sure we're able to persevere through it all. You've got to make sure. You've got to, you got to make sure. Okay. Now, we're going back to Psalms. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're going back to Psalms 37. Going back to Psalms. Amen. We're going back to Psalms 37. Psalms 37. Remember now, 
Joseph's brethren, instead of them being happy, celebrating, they're hating. Uh, true story. I know I got some true stories. My, my former pastor years ago, he's been dead about t- over 20-something years, and God had put it on his heart to run for mayor of this particular city. And because he was so excited about it, he thought everybody else was going to be excited too. <laughs> and lo and behold, when he shared his, the dream or the thing that God had put it in his heart of where he was destined to set, well, lo and behold, those that supposedly that was with him went out, bad-mouthed him, and came up against him. So he did not win the seat of the mayor of that particular city. See, you've got to be careful who you tell your dreams to. You've got to be careful who you, who you tell where God has destined and where God has assigned you to be. Because everybody's not, oh, Holy Spirit, everybody's not happy about your success. Can we get real in the house? Everyone is not happy about your success. Amen. Or even in your spiritual walk with God. Everybody's not happy. Okay. Now, going back to Genesis chapter number 37. Now, watch, watch verse number 18. Watch verse number 18. Genesis chapter number 37. Verse number 18. Watch this. I'm going to take my little paper with me. <laughs> Verse number 18, Genesis chapter number 37. It says, when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they did what? They, dis- they conspired against him to slay him. That means to kill him. They want to kill him because they had so much hatred in their hearts. They had so much hatred. Now, they could not see him as their brother. Now, oh, Lord. Let's look at verse number 23. Verse number 23. Because, see, when, when, when they see him coming, the words that they said to him, to them, among themselves were, here come the dreamer. Not here come their brother, <laughs> but they said, here come the dreamer. So really, what was they so upset about? The dream, the, 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 his destiny where he was set. Because, see, they couldn't see him a, a, as a brother. They saw him as a dreamer. Now, watch verse number 23. Verse number 23. 23. Verse 23 says this. And it came to pass... When Joseph was come unto his brethren, okay, what did they do? That they stripped Joseph out of his coat now, his coat of many colors that was on him. So when they see him coming, yet even though they said they wanted to kill him, what did they do? They stripped him of the coat. And the reason why they stripped him of the coat is because what the coat represented. They had a problem with it. They had a problem with what the Lord had put in Joseph's heart. The destiny God had set 
before Joseph. They had a problem. All they could see was the coat of many colors. And they wanted to kill him. They, they, first thing they reached for, oh, Holy Spirit, I hear you. The first thing the adversary reaches for in all of our lives, they reaches for your anointing, your coat of many colors, your king, the mm, royalty. He, he stripped him of that. That, that. They were so caught up, so caught up, and stripping him, thinking that was, oh, Holy Spirit, thinking that that was going to stop God from allowing him to reach his destiny. I don't care what you do. Whatever God's got designed for your life, you can rest assured you're going to make it there. You're going to make it. The first thing they reached for was that coat of many colors. The enemy is after your, your destiny. Who are you heading to? Is that too heavy for you? Is that unbelievable? Listen, they, you're not going to get where you're going, where God has destined for you to go, on an easy street. It's not going to happen. But what God's saying is, in the midst of all of that, he says, persevere. Persevere in the midst of oppositions and in discouragement. He says to do what? Persevere. You got to keep moving, baby. You got to keep moving. Go. I always say to the Lord, this is what I always say to the Lord. Sometimes y'all have heard me say it too. I just don't understand how God blesses this place the way he blesses this place. I just don't understand. He could have chosen anybody. He could have chosen any church to do what the Lord has been doing right here. It's, it literally amazes me because he didn't have to do it. But what God is saying now, that we're going to have to learn to persevere because we're going to come up against some stuff. Every individual that hears, thank you, Holy Spirit, that hears his word, whether it's present here or whether it's on the airways, you better get ready to persevere for hard times are coming, fastly approaching. Somebody said, well, they're already here. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. But the enemy, I mean, look at him. The first thing they see is the, the coat of many colors. What it represents. That's what, that's what they looked at. Now, these are his brethren. Supposedly his supporters. Everybody's not going to celebrate your success. So I might as well nip that in the bud for y'all right now. I might as well bust it right now. No, everybody's not going to be happy about where God is taking you to and what God, what God has planned for your life. Mm-mm. Everybody's not going to be happy. Now, let's look at verse number, verse number, we're almost done. Verse number 24 in Genesis chapter number 37, verse number 24. Verse number 24. It says this. Are we there? It says, and they took him. And cast him, huh, where did he cast him to? Into a pit. Hole, that's right. And the pit was empty. There was no water in it. See, it wasn't enough to strip him, you want to strip him of the anointing, a stripping of what, was, what represented that was in that, that, that coat of many colors. 
But they wanted to make sure that he was dead. You can't kill what God got because God will take it and use it, put it on somebody else, and they'll keep rolling. They, they, want, they, they throw him in the pit. They threw him in the pit. Now, let me tell you about the pit. This is why you got to persevere. Your pit may appear as a dead end. Your pit, that hole, what you're going to be facing, what we're all going to be facing, it may appear as a dead end, but God said persevere. God says persevere. It, it's going to look like there's no hope. It's going to look like, you, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. It's going to look like you need to give up on this because it ain't going to happen. The devil is a lie. You know, yeah, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The other day, normally I don't watch Joyce Myers, the beyond it. I don't normally walk, listen to Joyce Myers. Normally I don't. But the other day, the Lord, the Holy Spirit had me to stop on that Daystar station, and I did. And Joyce was sharing. She was there ministering. She was at a conference, and she was ministering. Mind you now, Joyce is 78 years old. For all them folks that think you're too old, mm-mm. God said, these days, we're going to be full of sap. And I trust God's word. Minister, I trust God's word. I'm full of sap. I'm on that age number, okay? So what happened was, she said, while she was preparing, while she was preparing for her message that night, Studying, she said the devil spoke to her and said, Well, you don't teach it like you used to. You might as well throw in the towel. You know what she said back to the devil? Devil, get out of my face and go away from me because I know this ain't God speaking. See, that's why you got to recognize the voice of God. See, when you recognize the voice of God, the enemy, you will not allow the enemy to speak to you. One thing we, we throw around here all the time, everybody say it. Something Dr. Manor said years ago, whoever have your ear holds your future. You got to understand that now. Whoever has your if the if Satan has your ear, who got your future? The devil got your future. If God has your ear, then God has your future. She rebuked the devil. So you got to learn how to rebuke the devil. I'm rebuking all 24 7. He don't, he doesn't. Let me tell you something. The devil never gives up. He never gives up. He never gives up. He never gives up. But God's saying now, even though it may look like a dead end, even though it may look like a dead end, he says, persevere. See, that's the word we want to go out here with today. Persevere. Because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And you got to persevere. No matter how difficult it gets, it's going to get a whole lot worse. You have to persevere. Okay? Understand something. That whole, <laughs> that pit, the enemy will toss you in. It is just your pathway to your destiny. It is your pathway to your destiny. See, we've got to have some pits. We've got to have some dead ends because that is part of the journey that we have to take. See, people don't understand you've got to have successes and failures. If you never fail, you won't even know how to succeed. If you're successful all the time, 
then you won't know what to do when you, when, when you fail. That's why so many people that, that's rich, they've been so successful all their life that when, when oh, Lord have mercy, when it's like the stock market is crashing right now, almost like since 1932, some of these folks gone crazy. Back during the time of the Depression, some of those people that lost so much, they jumped off the, t- off the top of buildings and stuff. They killed themselves. So you've got to understand God is saying now, this pit, use this pit. Use this pit. Use this hole to take you up a place higher. Remember, it's a pathway to my destiny. It has to happen. Your haters got to come. Why? Because it is on your, you're on your way to your destiny. It's a pathway. You got to keep moving. You got to keep going. You have got to persevere. When the oppositions come, no matter what it is, discouragement, God says persevere. We have got to persevere. And the next thing it says, the pit was empty. (laughs) It said the pit was empty. Anything that's empty, it has no value. Anything that's empty has no value. You got to persevere when it looks like you ain't got. When it looks like, okay, I used to be here, but I'm right here now. No, that's just temporarily what you see. You still got value. The devil will tell you you ain't got no value. He'll tell you that. You got to recognize the voice. You got to recognize the adversary's voice. He says, persist through all that is being said. He says, make sure, even though it looks like it has no purpose, whatever that situation may be, it looks like it doesn't have a purpose. It looks like it doesn't have a value. You're going to have to say to yourself, yes, it does, because it's part of my pathway to my destiny. It's part of my pathway to my destiny because it's empty. The next thing is, it said it had no water. Didn't have no water, had no nourishment. See, that's going to come a time when it looks like, okay, how, how I'm going to get this? I need nourishment, whether it be spiritually, physically, or financially. But even in the midst of all that, you still have to persevere. you got to make it through. You have to persevere. you got to persevere. Amen? you got to persevere. Because you see, David, no, excuse me, thank you, Holy Spirit. Joseph, when he went through all he had to go through, his destiny was to save not only the world around him, but many nations. And even his brothers had to come right back to him at the very end. And Joseph said to him, listen, you thought this meant for evil for me, but God meant it for my good. See, you got to know and understand why you are been chosen and what your destiny is because the enemy wants to make sure that he stops you from reaching it. He wants to make sure. But you know what God said? God said, persevere. <laughs> persevere. Keep moving forward. You know, he gives us that power to what did you say? Uh, to, to walk through walls, to leap over walls. I mean, we have to understand what that word says. You know, persevere. Persevere in all these difficult times that are coming. He says, persevere. 
Don't stop. Because some folks are going to go and stop. There are going to be some people that's going to fall, fall to the wayside because they are not able to persevere. But God's saying, you've got to persevere because difficult times are ahead. Amen. And let me give you the last, last scripture. Last scripture. And this is, you got, you're going to have to remember this last scripture here that God is giving. Amen. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This last scripture. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Chapter number 29. Jeremiah. Chapter number 29. Looking at verse number 11. Jeremiah 29, verse number 11. Upcoming. See, let me say this to you. Some folks is going to miss it. You know why? Because they've shut their ears off. Some folks going to miss it. Some folks going to miss it. I asked them a question on Wednesday. I said, when the Lord spoke to us, told us about what we needed to do, about putting up food, filling our cupboard, when the prices was low, when the prices was low. Buying up the tissue paper and paper towel, listen to all the criticism. Buying up the food, listen to all the criticism, you know. And then people want to come into your cabinet and get stuff out of your, your, your cupboard. Amen. Right? Because you didn't put up. And here they come, not listening. Now, there's no excuse for this house or those that have been listening online to be in a place where they don't have or they have to pay those high prices. You know why? God warned us before it happened. What you say? How's the destiny? What do you say? Did God warn us or did God not warn us? Yes, he did. He warned us. Maybe a year or two before it even happened. God warned us. God told us what to do. But what did we do? We did something different. We we tried to compromise. I'm going to get a little bit of this. Y'all did like me. You're going to get a little bit of that. Sometimes you don't want to go to the grocery store or wherever you got to go, and you run up into that cupboard where it's supposed to be saved, and you get it out. Anybody done that beside me? I did it. Thank you, brother, for being honest. I, yeah, amen. Thank you, sister, for being honest. But that was designed, set aside for the times that are coming, even now and yet to come. We should be sitting on Easter Street. But isn't it wonderful that God... It's a God of love, a God of grace, and a God of forgiveness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm thankful. I am thankful. Every now and then, he'll run up on some gospel. He said, look, look, get, do this, get that. Thank you, Lord. Tells you where the blessings are. All right. Now, Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29, verse number 11. Okay? This is what God says, and this is what we have to remember when the adversary is speaking to us, okay? And God is saying, persevere. Now, this is what we have to remember. God says in Jeremiah chapter number 29, verse number 11, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Saith who? The Lord. Thoughts of peace. And not evil to give you an expected end. See, whatever God has destined for your life, destined for my life, destined for those people that's watching online, God says in his word that there's an expected end. We can expect to reach that destiny. We can expect to get to what God says what we're going to be. 
You don't know who God has. Oh, Holy Spirit. You don't know who God has assigned to your life that you may save their life. We have no idea. But the thing is, God says, my thoughts toward you. That's what, that's what the words say. He says, I know the thoughts that, that, that I think toward you, saith the Lord. The Lord said, I know, I know how I feel about you. That's what God is saying. He said, I know how I feel about you. It does not matter what nobody else thinks about you. You just remember Thank you, brother, for raising your hand. You just got to remember the thoughts of the Lord toward you. That's what you got to remember. Because, see, people will have you crazy if you listen to them. Can I get an amen? They will have you stoned. They will take your peace from you. And the devil is a lie. God gave me peace. He gave you peace. And we're going to keep peace within. You sit around listening to foolishness if you want to. All tore up and inside. Crazy. That's not what God's word says. God, God's word tells us he has thoughts of peace toward us. Oh, you don't do You going to hell. Who do you? Who did you die for? Come on. Think about it. God's and his word says fear him. Who can put the body, but destroy the body and put it in hell. That's who we fear. We fear the Lord. That's if you got to fear God. Because God lets us know. And then he went from the thoughts of peace. And then he says, and not of evil. And not of evil. God is not trying to kill you off. He died for you. He shed his blood for you. He's not trying to destroy us. Why you think grace was instituted? Because he knew we could not make this journey by ourselves. So he instituted this thing called grace. Every one of us had grace, received grace, and still getting grace. All of us are getting grace. Bible says our sins is like filthy rags. That's what the words say. Our right, thank you, Holy Spirit. Our righteousness is as a, of of filthy rags. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. But the grace of God, the oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. See, every time I think about God's supposed to bend and cut me off, I learn to have compassion. Because God had compassion on me. If the truth be known, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says, He has not rewarded us according to our iniquities. He has not rewarded us according to our iniquities. Paraphrase. He has not rewarded any one of you, even those that's listening online. He has not rewarded us according to our sins. And let me tell you something. You sin every day. Every day, somewhere, somehow, we sin. Every 
every day. Oh, I just had to say this. No, you didn't. You are your flesh. That's sinning. The book is full of sin. Lying, gossip, and whole much. Do you not know in the book of Revelation, it talks about all liars and the liars in the house? Then it says all unbelievers got their have their place in the lake of fire. Homongers. It listed all. I'm like this God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I'm trying to make it in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But he didn't reward me because of things I said. Thank you, Lord. That's what we need to be. In those days approaching, we need to be in a place of repentance every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Some of us look at our neighbors. We won't talk about our neighbors. Don't you know that's sinning too? The Bible says you build up. You don't get down. We got to understand what's really going on. Difficult days are ahead. God said persevere. Got to persevere, y'all. Got to persevere. Word of prophecy. You got to persevere. Got to persevere. You got to persevere. All these things, just like this. Go read the story. And when you read the story, don't read the story judging. Read the story to get some information that, that can help us get from point A to point Z. That's how you read the story. Look at what he went through to get to his destiny. His destiny was to save others. His destiny wasn't to tell me how wrong I am. David didn't say nothing to him. I mean, I'm sorry. I keep saying David. You know, he was a scoundrel too. You know, we, we raise him up, don't we, David? David's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Adulterer. A murderer. I mean, look, look at your hero. Go, go, go. Yeah, peeping Tom. Bathsheba. She up on. Look at your hero. Look at him. And God used him. Come on. Let's stop being so judgmental. Difficult days are coming, y'all. And God said you've got to persevere through it all. You've got to persevere. Got to persevere. That's the last thing I want to say to you. Just remember what the Lord said. This man, he's not declaring evil against us. His thoughts towards us are thoughts of peace. But he says, whatever's coming, he said, you better persevere. You're going to be able to make it through. Many of us have been through a whole lot of stuff, but we're persevering. We're persevering. Persevering. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. Amen.